Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the Toxic Joe podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. On this episode, I have my friend Nikki back, and I'm so excited to have her back on because on our last episode, we had so much fun talking. So I want to invite her back to talk about another topic. And, you know, we both love astrology. And so we're going to talk about that. And Nikki, why don't you reintroduce yourself to everyone? Hey, you guys, I'm Nikki, and this is my second time on here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, um, yeah, talking about astrology, I mean, how long have you been into it? Um, So I'd have to say probably since um, I was a kid, Um, just because my parents were kind of into it. Not like super hardcore, but they were like, oh, you're such a Sagittarius. like, oh, my mom, she's such a Libra. You know, like she would say, my parents would say stuff like that. Um, But I guess I got like way more in depth with um, astrology since like maybe like 2016 was when I was like, okay, there's obviously way more than like your moon sign, your sun sign and like your mars and your venus so like let's 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 check this shit out and then that's when i found out like my ascendant sign and all that and like um started to learn more about like different aspects oh cool yeah that contributes to um your natal chart (laughs) yeah i think like um i got into it when i was really young too but you know i was only aware of the sun your sun sign at the time right and this, um the sign you were assigned you know everyone knows their sun sign you know it's right. basic capricorn aquarius like what based on the days you were born and then so like i was reading like a newspaper thing you know how like there's the horoscopes and newspapers oh my gosh yeah, I yeah. <laughs> yeah so i was reading my dad's and then at the time he was gardening a lot gardening and then um he's a capricorn so i read how like Capricorns it said something about gardening I was like what how did they know that <laughs> I was like really young and then I was like oh my gosh this is so freaky and so I started reading more about my sign Aquarius but in all truth like I never really like resonated with my yes, sign. girl I feel that I yeah. feel that um no so like I could obviously go on like a whole tangent <laughs> but um so my sun sign is Sagittarius and um you know, I think like with Sagittarius, they're really known for like, oh, they're freedom loving, they're optimistic, like mm-hmm. they love traveling, yada, yada, yada. And like, you know, like, I think I fit the bill somewhere, but like, I, I don't really like, I can't, I can't even say like, I'm a true Sagittarius. Like, mm-hmm. and so that's pretty much what got me into like, okay, there's more of this, like, <laughs> You know how like a lot of people are like, oh, like um, astrology is just a bunch of like, like garbage. Like, yeah. You know, and then like, I'm there to try to debunk that, yo. Like, oh, that's awesome. No, snaps, okay, not debunk that. <laughs> not debunk that. But like, you know, like I, I like to discover or at least research things that like a lot of people like um, don't aren't really like privy to like at least like normal people <laughs> so mm-hmm. to speak yeah like um yeah like um like, I I know like a lot of people who are like 
astrology is like so dumb I don't know why like how's your mm-hmm. like sun sign supposed to like um yeah like determine like your your livelihood and it's like yo fish that's not all of it yo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah sorry like I, I I can go on like a whole tangent yeah totally like you know how like there's a lot of people like when reading about their sun signs and horoscopes and stuff like saying like this could easily be translatable to anyone and then right. you know yeah. like yeah. oh you're having a like let's say a Capricorn is having a bad day or something and then you know a Sagittarius can read that like you know I'm having a bad day too so I resonate with that (laughs) yeah no for sure like I think like people are like quick to say that there's like a lot of like confirmation bias Mm -hmm. to that which like you know like to a degree perhaps but there's so much more yeah oh you guys (laughs) yeah so much more and I think when I first learned about my moon sign, I was in high school. It was with um, mm-hmm. you and Melissa. I remember this day. Oh, yeah. We, we had a, there was a book that she had. It was yeah, like Love yeah. on a Raw Day. And funny story about that book, but that's kind of like, well, anyways, it was reintroduced to me. Like it was given to me by my boss randomly like a couple years ago. I was like, okay. wait, I've been wanting my own copy. But anyways, <laughs> but going back to that book. Yeah, when I, um, I read about my cancer moon, and I'm just oh, like, okay. wow, no wonder this makes so much more sense. Like, you know, me being very emotional, be holding on to the past a lot and yeah. um, being more on the shy side at the time. And I think that was like, that really hit me more than what, a, what the definition or, you know, description of Aquarius is. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Um, so like my moon is in Capricorn. And um, I felt like that really resonated a lot with like who I am as a person because I'm I'm very really like, reserved and I keep to myself and I'm very like very calculative <laughs> like I'm very cautious when it comes to like doing things and I kind of have to like mull mull things over in my head for like a, per- a long period of time before mm-hmm. I'm like okay I'm gonna jump the gun now or. Um, oh my gosh I'm like geeking out (laughs) (laughs) yes I'm for it or like I I don't really I don't know like I don't really like um conveying like a lot of like strong emotions Mm -hmm. or conveying like emotions I don't like to not that I'm like uh I don't know like not that I'm dull but I just don't want my emotions to get the best out of me yeah you know what I mean yeah that makes sense and then, like, recently, like, I found out, um, like, I was looking at my natal chart, and I was doing a little bit more research, and I found out that I'm a very, like, Saturn-dominant person. Oh, so that's, like, ruled by Capricorn. So very Capricorn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess, like, the planet Saturn, like, on my natal chart, like, how it aspects, like, a bunch of other, mm-hmm. like, planets in my natal chart, like, it, it's pretty much, like, the number one planet that dominates. <laughs> and it Whoa. makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense with um, how I've gone through, you know, how I went about my life and kind of just who I am as a person. Yeah. And Saturn is, like, all about, like, like control, right? And then um, structure. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So when I first looked at my natal chart, I mean, I have I have an Aquarius stellium, so I have a lot of planets 
in Aquarius, but like my mm-hmm. Cancer Moon feels stronger than all of that. But it's what's interesting is that as I grow older, like I feel more in line with Aquarius. Like I'm, I'm growing mm, yeah, into okay. that Aquarius like core self that I am. Okay. So yeah. I feel like a lot of it is just also like how like your growth and then how you discover yourself too. And then um and then a lot of the, the Aquarius stellium is I believe is in the ninth house. So it's oh, okay. very like, you know, spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all about religion and all like higher knowledge higher knowledge yeah Yeah. so I was like that makes so much sense (laughs) and then um so it's crazy like how it just kind of aligned with that and this was like right when I was getting into like my spiritual awakening when I like Mm. I looked at the chart after the fact and then I was like wait whoa (laughs) so like I felt like everything that happened meant to happen for me to um discover and grow into this person that you know that I already am and that I'm becoming no, yeah, totally. That's, um, it's interesting when, like, you look at, like, stelliums, because for me, like, I have a strong, like, uh, Sagittarius and Capricorn stellium going on in my chart, too, and they aspect, or they are located in my fifth and sixth house. Mm. So it makes sense, because, like, in my fifth house, like, um, like, I, I, like, I guess, like, in regards to, like, leisure or things that I, like, find passion in, mm-hmm. it's, like, in regards to, like, um, like, higher learning, mm-hmm. like, or, like, spirituality, I guess, like, since Sagittarius. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know. Yeah. And then, um, like, yeah, with Capricorn in, like, my sixth house, like, I'm very much, like, um, I don't know, like, I'm very much invested in, like, my work, Mm -hmm. and I really, really, like, take pride in the things that I do, yeah, but also when I was, like, oh, look, I have a moon in the sixth house, (laughs) and I read more about it, it's, like, oh, you're probably going to be, like, jumping jobs, or, like, (laughs) doing jobs all the time, like, oh, hey, yeah, all right, that's me, too, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, so, like, if, like yeah like definitely there's like so much more to your chart than um your sun sign and I feel like I saw something on Twitter it said sun sign is lazy astrology I was like yes it is true very lazy astrology true what what is your um rising um I'm a Gemini rising which is quite shocking to me because I was not you're so like shy I know younger (laughs) this funny story because my mom actually makes me and my brothers like birth time um mixed them up together so like I was I knew I was born on January 26 1994 but um like there was a I he she gave me my brother's time of birth like like 3 p.m or 3 a.m or something but I so I was going off of that my whole entire life like (laughs) so then I thought this whole time I thought it was like a Pisces rising and then I was like that makes so much sense oh my gosh and then like I was like wait can I see my um birth certificate again because I just really wanted to know the time I was born if it was correct and I saw it and I re-entered in um my information and turns out I'm a Gemini rising I was like this just changed the whole course of everything (laughs) dude okay 
Yeah. So like before I found out my birth time, like I asked my mom, like, hey, so when was I born? And she was like, I think you were born like around like 3 a.m. And I'm like, okay, cool. And so I, you know, I did the same thing, entered my information in. I'm like, okay, Scorpio rising. Okay. All right. (laughs) I guess I resonate with this. Because, like, a lot of people have, like, mentioned, like, you know, like, when they see me, like, I'm kind of, like, an intense person. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I fuck with it. <laughs> and then, yeah, then, like, I had to go ahead and um, I, I found my birth certificate and it said, like, around, like, 6 p.m. I entered mm-hmm. my information in and I'm like, okay, well, mom, that's, like, so far, <laughs> like, <laughs> at, like, 3 a.m. and 6 p.m., but okay. That's fine. And then um, Cancer Rising. Me. I mean, it's still a water <laughs> sign. Yeah, no, but I was <laughs> like, um, like, I didn't really have like a lot of like Cancer Rising people to like, um, how do you call it? Like, to like reference mm-hmm. upon, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like, do I look like a cancer like <laughs> like what's up like yeah but then like you know that's when I figured out like okay there's obviously more to your chart let's take a look at mm-hmm. like um the natal chart and yeah. um in regards to like the houses and the planets that I have in those houses like it, it started to make sense how like my life pretty much went about I'm like oh okay yeah right <laughs> yeah same here because like when I first found out I'm a Gemini rising, okay, first of all, that just changed everything. I'm not, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, so then I looked at it where, cause I learned about like how rising could potentially be more important than your sun sign because right. it's um, sit, like uh, could define your chart ruler. Yeah. Uh, Gemini rules the planet of Mercury and then Mercury mm-hmm. on my chart is in my ninth house in Aquarius. Oh, okay, I see. So that is like the theme of my life, you know, speaking on um, spirituality. Yeah, that just made a lot more sense to me after that. And I guess like when people first meet me, like they tend to tell me like, oh, that I seem very intelligent. Like I know a lot of information. So I guess Mm -hmm. that could be related to Gemini somehow. But I relate it to more like where, how it is seen on my chart. Right. No, I mean, the, I think the Gemini um, Ascendant definitely, like, makes sense. Because, like, you've also been, like, really, like, you're really, you're really smart. Like, Thanks. and, like, very, <laughs> like, academic. And so, Oh, yeah, that's true. And yeah. Gemini's all about learning. Learning <laughs> and, like, knowledge and understanding mm-hmm. and whatnot and communication, too. Yeah, yeah. That's cool, dude. that's cool like yeah like I totally felt like I I lived like a um like a a double life when I was like wait so I'm I'm not a Scorpio ascendant fuck yeah this whole time yeah (laughs) yeah but no it's it's totally cool Mm -hmm. and then this is like kind of makes me think about like how it kind of relates or connects really well with like the sidereal chart because I know we talked a little bit about that mm, before mm-hmm. like outside of this podcast right but, yeah, yeah like yeah. it's just so interesting because like a bunch of your stuff in your tropical chart can be true but so a bunch of the, your stuff in your sidereal chart 
can be true. And for those who don't know, the Sidero chart is the based on the Vedic system. I think Nikki, you're better at explaining this because <laughs> no, I mean, no, you're 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 right. Like it, it is based off of um like Vedic astrology. I'm not really that well versed with um sidereal astrology just because like I I don't really follow it too much. And like even with like my own like um like magical practices, I just don't go with um sidereal because mm-hmm. I don't know, it doesn't really make sense for me to follow it. But I'm not saying it's wrong because yeah. when I was looking at I mean and this is to say like to anybody that's like uh kind of like um dip their toes in like sidereal astrology. Um I'm not saying it's wrong because there's a lot of things about my chart and like and when I saw my chart for um sidereal astrology I'm like oh okay um I feel like these are like the super opposites of me (laughs) right I mean you know but then because I felt like I everything that I knew was wrong (laughs) yeah but it wasn't like um I kept on reading more and more about like um certain signs in these houses and I'm like, okay, like it, it, it starts to make sense. So I think like in a way, like it complements um, like Western astrology. Yeah. Like um, I, I had like this whole like an- analogy going on in my head for a while, but I feel like um, it's, it's kind of like complementing like duality. Mm you know so it's like Mm -hmm. the east and the west and then like combining both factors to like understand like who you are like holistically oh I really like that like you you get what I'm saying like I mean I think like other people who are listening to this who like follow astrology and like are really hip about it like might disagree because like I've seen on forums where like no Vedic astrology or sidereal astrology is like the true astrology mm-hmm. and then I've like seen like other comments on forums where it's like well no I mean like if you're not born on that part of the world why would you follow it so it's interesting you know it's 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 yeah. really interesting <laughs> yeah I think like um learning both the tropical system and the sidereal system it's just like you're getting a better even better understanding of yourself and the yeah way totally Totally. Because like, um, like, for example, um, in sidereal astrology, I'm a Gemini rising. And to me, that made more sense than like me being a Cancer rising. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, okay, well, what, like, with I think like Gemini people or Gemini rising, um, the number one, one of the few things is like, oh, they tend to look like uh, anxious or nervous. And I'm like, oh, that's me. Like, <laughs> I tend to look anxious or nervous. And like, um, I'm always like out and about and like having to do like a bunch of things because like Mercury is a very like fast paced like planet, right? Yeah. But like, I mean, aside from that, like that, like saying that Gemini rising was like my thing, like it made sense to me. Yeah. But then I saw like the rest of my chart and like I've, I've, I I've, I still have to like contemplate on other like parts of it to be like, yeah. okay, well, I guess this is, I guess this is me. <laughs> yeah. 
like it yeah in the sidereal system i'm like so instead of my aquarius stellium i have a capricorn stellium so it's like very much structure order and all of that and i guess in ways it kind of made sense to me because um there's not just my uh you know how we kind of related to my gemini rising in my tropical chart where like right. i'm very hard working and stuff or like yeah, i'm really good yeah, at yeah. school basically but then like, okay, you look at my yeah. capricorn stellium in my scenario chart I was like okay well Capricorn is all about that schooling <laughs> and working hard you know so like very like ambitious yeah so that yeah. made sense to me and I also read something that um really like um opened up my mind to scenario where like for example like in a tropical system it's more about your personality and then versus the sidereal system is more about like your actions and what you do with your life so yeah, like, yeah okay yeah no totally okay so like you you said it right there like that makes <laughs> complete sense because i feel i feel that like 100 percent. yeah like um with like tropical astrology it kind of like defines like the baseline of like kind of like who you are as a person mm-hmm well, yes, like sidereal would be like, these are the actions that you're more privy to be doing. And also kind of like lays out like, your destiny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, crazy. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Figured it out, you guys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. But also don't be shocked when you see that your sidereal chart is completely different from <laughs> what you've grown to know. Yeah, also, oh, okay, and I, I think, like, another thing that, like, caught me off guard was um, in sidereal astrology, like, I have, like, a Scorpio stellium, Ooh. and I'm like, this makes sense, because, yeah, because um, like, all the occult stuff that you do, too. Yeah, no, exactly, like, I love, like, I love the occult. If none of you, if any of you guys don't know that, um, I I do a lot of reading and research based off of like occult philosophies, magic, you name it. And I I love discovering things about like the hidden or like anything that's like spooky and mysterious. Like that's your girl right here. <laughs> <laughs> but also like I've I've always been told that like I've I have like an intense. Now, I don't know intense personality, but I have like an intense air about me. So like, yeah. that's another thing that like, I guess is a common trait with like Scorpios is like their intensity. Mm-hmm. Right. So okay, any Scorpios out there like, don't shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've learned so I've grown to appreciate Scorpios a lot because like, when yeah, I definitely. first got into like astrology and stuff, you know, my lazy astrology, and then, you know, using it to like, um, how I get along with others. So um, me, like as an Aquarius, I was like, oh, I don't get along with Scorpios. Oh, I don't like Scorpios. If you're a Scorpio, I'm not going to date you and all of that, like that attitude towards Scorpios. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. now I've learned that there's a certain aspect to Scorpio that I wish I had. Like they're, okay. they are very deep in their emotions. They're not scared to feel their emotions and they don't hold back anything. And then um, me as an Aquarius, um, cause like me, I feel like my cancer moon and the Aquarius sun just kind of like fights each other sometimes. Like, no, you're not gonna feel this today. Like you like suppressing a lot of it. And right. you do the shadow work and Scorpio is so comfortable with that. And I, I applaud that. Like, I think that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I think like people with like strong like Scorpio aspects in their chart, like 
they it's almost like they they have to do the shadow work or like Mm -hmm. because they have to like dig deep and like find resolve and like you know they transform themselves yeah um, if I recall correctly like with um, Scorpio um, one of the older symbolisms for Scorpio was actually like was it an eagle or phoenix? Oh, I don't remember, but it makes sense. Like if it was a phoenix, don't quote me on this, you guys. Your research, I'm just yeah. We're, we're not professionals. We just love astrology. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just talking out of my ass. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but yeah, if I recall correctly, um, I think one of the older occult signs for it was um, like a phoenix or an eagle or something like that. And if it was a phoenix, it makes sense because like there's a lot of um, death and transformation happening with the sign of Scorpio. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing sign, you guys. I really love Scorpios. <laughs> yeah, Scorpios are great. We shouldn't hate on them like like I used to. <laughs> and then this kind of thinks me about like our relationships to other signs. Like I know th- this podcaster Justin Lanyato said this like really well. She said if we have a certain aversion to a certain type of sign, it's usually more about us than it is about them. Yeah, like, totally, totally. So like me having this aversion to Scorpios, like is there a part of me that um that has that Scorpio notes. I don't really have Scorpio in my chart, but you know, like those emotions that a Scorpio like possess, like they're sure. really in me. So like understanding that it's not about them, it's more about me, like makes yeah. me make myself grow better too. No, totally. Like I think, um, like I think we all have different, I, I think we all have like the signs in us, like if that makes sense like obviously uh, yeah. like our charts right yeah like, if you like, look at our chart like it's all somehow integrated yeah but, um yeah no I totally feel how like if there's like a certain aversion that you have or like I guess like a like if you're if you feel apathetic towards a certain like sign or even like a planet um I think that's like a sign for you to like try to reintegrate it, reintegrate that energy like into your being or into yeah. your own personal sphere. Cause yeah. at least for me, um, so after looking into my chart um, and I'm kind of, I'm going to kind of spew off of like some occult stuff yeah. if you don't mind me. Of course. Doing so, so when I was looking into my chart, I saw that Venus isn't really um, a strong aspect, which kind of make I, I mean, I don't know if it makes sense, but um, what I've been trying to do is like work with like certain spheres or planetary mm-hmm. spheres and like their occult virtues and try to like invoke or invite that energy back into my life. So like, with Venus not being like a strongly aspected planet in my chart, like um, that kind of manifests itself in like, I guess like lack of like, I don't want to, lack of love. Mm-hmm. Not that like, I have a good relationship, but I have lack of love towards myself and like mm-hmm. harmony, lack of harmony. Mm-hmm. And so, um, by invoking or inviting more energies of like Venus or doing more Venusian things, mm-hmm. like I feel like that helps strengthen 
uh, mm -hmm. the lack of that planet being aspected in my chart. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Like, um, like, let's say I don't have, like, for example, like not a lot of Scorpio in my chart. But then right. that's like an invitation for me to do more shadow work so I could really heal and move past whatever. Um, like, like I, my Cancer Moon is always clung, like clinging to the past. You know, how can I let that go? And then mm -hmm. doing the shadow work and really just releasing. And then also, you know how like there's polarities with every single sign. So like the yeah. positive aspects of Scorpio. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Like, um. I, for me personally, like I think it's been helping a lot because I've kind of had issues and this is also because my sign is like super Saturn dominant or um, my chart is super um, Saturn dominant. Ah, Saturn dominant. I know how to speak. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I've always had issues of like um, self-worth mm -hmm. and like really loving myself and appreciating myself. I'm very like critical mm -hmm. for lack of better words and so by yeah like working with the energy of Venus like as I mentioned which isn't really which is kind of lacking in my chart or not strongly aspected mm -hmm. like um I, I think it's been helping me like transform myself into like oh you know like I love myself I'm really not that bad of a person yeah Here, I've done a lot of like I've done some like you know, like things that I shouldn't have done, but I learned. And you know what, Nikki Grace, like, it's okay. Let's reintegrate that part of you. <laughs> yes, that's so beautiful. And then that like, relationship with ourselves first is always like, the most important because like, sometimes like, especially during like, let's say, for example, Mercury retrograde, just recently passed. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that brought up a lot of stuff from my past, like within my own mind too. It's not just like the situations around me, like, oh, what? Like me asking like, oh, why is this coming up again? And stuff, but also reminding myself like, hey, can you forgive yourself? Can you learn mm -hmm. not to take things personally? Um, forgive yourself for all the past mistakes that you thought you did, or just like, focus on where you are now and who you are now like would never do that again or right. <laughs> all of that so learning how to have compassion for those moments that you just kind of feel like you know you're stuck or like out of your practice like I've been <laughs> and then so like I saw some things that have compassion for yourself during those moments where you feel like you're supposed to be meditating every day or doing yoga every day but yeah you know, the tools are always there for you I think, no, yeah, I think having um, this Mercury retrograde in Gemini was um, super important because I feel like I really stagnated, like, mm -hmm. during that whole period. Because um, I'm, I'm usually, like, doing, like, a bunch of things, especially with my own practice. Mm -hmm. And, like, I've... I'm always wanting to like improve and like improve my practice and like learn a bunch more new stuff and et cetera, et cetera. But um, this time around, dude, I was like, I'm going to sleep extra. Yeah. Like I'm going to lock myself in and like, I'll probably talk to a few people, but I've been like super hermetic mm -hmm. lately where like, I like, I, I just want to like, rest recuperate mm -hmm. don't want to talk to anybody and it's no one's fault 
it's just yeah. like I it, it really allowed me the time to like appreciate myself yeah and you know? then, yeah and then it is supposed to be a time where you like kind of just let go of control and just sit back and then relax you know and yeah. not having to do do this do do that like you know just kind of yeah take a step back <laughs> no for sure like I think Mercury retrograde gets like a, a lot of bad rep mm-hmm. um and it really shouldn't I mean I get it because it's like it it can fuck with like how we communicate with people or with ourselves yeah. and like how we like you know like transportation communication etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm-hmm. but it also allows us to like realize like um I, don't, I feel like it's like a very like a uh, good period to look within yourself a lot more yeah and like I was like finding out like dude like I don't really communicate whenever I communicate with people or like if I get mad like sometimes I'm not like afraid to show it and I need to not do that <laughs> so how can I better like communicate with people get the point across and like be more empathetic yeah you know yeah for sure it's like a lot of like opportunities to like look within too yeah 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 and then I also had like some another situation come up and then it's just kind of felt like a door finally closed the other week and then Mm. it was like really really sad but I felt like I was really yeah I was really really sad but I felt like it needed to be released and then officially like closed the door Uh, and then I kind of see that that as both the retrograde and the solar eclipse where like you know dramatic endings and um to start a new beginning because like things have to end before things begin yeah totally yeah yeah no um I was like looking back at um because you know like the summer is pretty much like retrograde season Mm -hmm. where we have like I think Neptune just went retrograde um we have Saturn retrograde (laughs) um Jupiter and then we just finished up like Mercury yeah and I'm like trying to think like um like years ago when like I didn't really know all this stuff yeah like let's say like when I was like when we were in like middle school Mm -hmm. like I think because like it was summer vacation for us like that gave us like the time to like okay well I have to like you know like you're more um inward thinking Mm -hmm. and like how can I improve myself or like I don't know at least for me like I was very inward thinking during the summer times as a kid Mm -hmm. and like now like as an adult like I feel like we're we're quite busy like okay Mm -hmm. well like we have a lot of obligations that we have to do so we're when we're given the time to be like more inward thinking at least I'll speak for myself like it's it's almost like it's a little foreign yeah you know and I think like these past couple years have been like really um, eye-opening for me to like appreciate like Mercury retrograde. Ah, uh, yeah, I love that because then you know yeah. people are like people make fun of Mercury retrograde a lot online. They like call it like something Mercury Gatorade and all. I know. Those I'm just like eye roll. It's a real thing don't tell don't don't come to us when your car breaks down in the middle of the road (laughs) dude oh my gosh yes like 
that that's really like a thing like um yeah <laughs> right when mercury retrograde started my aunt was like oh dude my car just broke down and I'm like yo yeah yo my car battery <laughs> died twice <laughs> oh did it really yeah oh, and that dude. never happened to me before so yeah. yeah it's funny how things work yeah but I like how you said like you know when you were younger you didn't realize these um you know planetary movements and stuff because you know we don't really I didn't really learn about it until I got older too right so, you know when I was younger I was just going about my life like everything is normal and you know sometimes things go wrong but you know oh, that's normal but right. now like for me during my summers I would like go out a lot so I guess I wasn't really um you know at home like thinking to myself maybe I but as I now that I know about all these like you know retrogrades and transits and stuff like I'm more of aware of those moments that give me the opportunity to maybe just take a step back and sit you know relax and not having to go out all the time because mm-hmm. that's actually draining because as when I was younger like I was out all the time until like 6 a.m and then that was you know really really draining and then I just thought like oh I'm just gonna t- continue doing this but now I see that no it's an invitation for me to you know maybe stay in on a few days or um or like if the transits are right or then it's time for me to go out and have fun because that's a good day to do that I won't say like you know base your whole entire life as you know right it's just like an invitation for you to on certain days you can do this you know right yeah 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 totally like dude I remember when um like I started getting a little bit more hip into like astrology and I'm like oh dude this day I gotta do this on this day and like I won't do anything else except like go travel on this day because that's what's really recommended and it's like yo no like live your life yeah don't let it stop like, your life. Live, <laughs> live your life like like just like for example when I went to I took a trip to um, Seattle and Portland a few weeks ago at the start of Mercury retrograde mm-hmm. and then I had that awareness that things were going to be delayed so like I didn't it didn't stop me from traveling but I still had that awareness like okay like things will be delayed, the train might be late, or the flight might be delayed. And then, you know, just having that awareness and not letting it affect you. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Okay. Yeah. So there's so much to talk about. (laughs) There is, dude. So I think we were going to mention something about our Saturn return. Oh, yes. That is all my something. Is that something you're comfortable talking about? Yes. Let's talk about our Saturn return. (laughs) All right, so, you first, you first. Okay, so for <laughs> those who don't know what a Saturn return is, Saturn return is basically Saturn comes back to the place it was at the time of our birth. Yes. So during that time, things just go wild. It's just an invitation for us to step out of our childhood and into our adulthood. Mm-hmm. So, and then Saturn is all about, you know, um, structure and control, right? So like, um, it's really asking us to step up and become an adult, yeah so another great thing about saturn is um this is like a planet of longevity Mm -hmm. so this is um during your saturn return it's pretty much gonna set you straight towards like hey like we're gonna make sure that you're gonna be in this path that'll benefit you in the long run and if you don't well then this is gonna fuck you up in the long run (laughs) yeah so Like, like 
Yeah. Oh, sorry, you go. You go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say that relationships can suddenly end, um, yeah. like long-term relationships. Like maybe you suddenly decide to go through a career change, move cities, like move out yeah. of your hometown, town you've been Dude. living your whole entire mm-hmm. life. All of I that. mean, yeah, I'm I'm definitely like in the midst of um like a career another career change oh. because my fucking moon in the sixth house. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but um yeah, like I'm I'm going through midst of like a career change. Like I'm going back to school and Oh, I didn't know that. Oh no, it's it's okay. I'm like really private about my life uh, lately. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> like it it was something that like I, I didn't think I'd be interested in doing. Mm-hmm. But after like so pretty much like I'm going back to school for accounting. Oh. I know Nikki, right? the accountants. <laughs> <laughs> so like um that wasn't something like, you know, accounting seems kind of like cool when I was like in high school, like eh, all right, but like mm-hmm. I didn't pay attention to it. You're just crunching on a bunch of numbers, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And in my current job right now, like I work with like logistics and um, I'm pretty much just like crunching in a bunch of numbers. And like part of my job requires me to know some like accounting. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, dude, holy shit, this is fucking fun. And I don't know if that's like that Saturn dominant where it's like, oh, dude, I love structure. Like, yeah. let's like, let's fucking go. But um, I feel like when you go through like your Saturn return, like you, things kind of go awry for things to get better. Like you learn yeah. some of the, like you, you really do learn some of like the harder lessons in life mm-hmm. during then, during that transit or during your Saturn return. Yeah. But um, it it's for the better. And like, it's only two and a half years for each Saturn return yes so the next one that's gonna happen isn't gonna be until we're like what like in our 50s like yeah 53 or 54 so, or something like that like yeah it's around but, 29 and a half 27 20 yeah 20 about like 27 28 years or something like that. yeah from now yeah so yeah. two and a half years to like have like a transform a transformative like experience that'll like you know pan out how you go about your life up until your next sound return like I I feel like it'll pay off but we just have to like you know work with it we can't hate it because when the fucking sad return began dude like I was having like mental breakdowns I was like girl me too (laughs) I like I was like I'm not gonna hang out with anybody because like I'm gonna stay home and I I need to like reintegrate myself and figure mm-hmm. out like what the fuck is wrong with me <laughs> yeah I remember I think it was last year when Saturn was in retrograde and then oh no Saturn went into Aquarius then it went back into retrograde into um Capricorn yeah, yeah. So, during yeah. that time when Saturn was in Aquarius I literally had like um like an epiphany at work like realizing I don't really want to be here for the next 10 years and then I feel I really do feel like that moment birthed my podcast and birthed my um new journey because I my Saturn in my chart is in Aquarius in the 10th house so it's all about like career and stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so then that really like I was journaling a lot of the time like wanting to get out of my job like wanting really wanting to make a change out of something that's more meaningful and impactful for me so 
that's why like I applied to grad school and then got into grad school and now I'm like about to hold do a whole ass career change oh yeah <laughs> Hell so yeah. I was like, this makes so much sense. <laughs> like Saturn is in my 10th house. So it's all about my career, you know? <laughs> Dude. Okay. So Saturn is in my eighth house and that's like, I guess a, a rough place to have Saturn. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, yeah. yeah. Because that's like <laughs> the house of like death, transformation, mm-hmm. occult. The occult. Scorpio. Like, Basically Scorpio yeah. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like anything that like you could think of in regards to like Scorpio, like that's it and so I was reading about it where like this is also going to be like a time where like I'm going to be expanding on a lot of like my occult knowledge Mm. and dude like it it panned out like pretty well because like that's all I'm really reading about I mean I have a normal life you guys like (laughs) I I have friends I have a relationship that I tend to responsibilities (laughs) like and I have like a normal job but um no, like a lot of like my if I'm not like tending to all those things, it's like, what am I reading about? Okay, well, I'm going to expand my knowledge on like the occult. Mm-hmm. But also um, with Saturn being there, like, I guess like my return, my Saturn return is going to be a lot of like transformation, like death and transformation, not actual death, but like, yeah. you know, yeah. Like, um, Saturn's gonna knock down all that bullshit and like make you realize like hey girl you don't really want to be here do you okay well <laughs> we gotta work towards something or else you're gonna be stuck here for another 27 years <laughs> yeah that's like when I'm working at home I'm just like sometimes I'm on I'm on autopilot and I have to like catch myself like wait like why am I taking this so seriously because <laughs> yeah. like at the end of the day it's just like you know I feel like when you work for like corporations and stuff, it's like more about how you can help them than how they can help you. Yeah. So like, it's like now it's time for me to answer the question. How can I help myself? You know? Yeah. um, Making me see like, okay, what kind of changes can I make? So I'm not in this situation 10 to 20 years from now. And Mm -hmm. then um, what do I love to do? And then kind of like, feeding off of that like also like it's always comes back to the self like how can you um take care like what like for me recently actually the idea of safety came up a lot like what is what does it mean to be safe in my own skin and my own body and then it's like it requires a lot of me not talking negatively to myself you know like if yeah yeah so in order for me to feel safe in my own skin is for me to have compassion for for myself so I don't have to look for love outwardly and then it's always that same lesson over and over again it's just a daily practice and it's sometimes really hard (laughs) no no totally like um I'm I'm definitely there with you where like you know having to um find compassion like for Mm -hmm. yourself because I definitely think that's what this sad return is teaching me Mm -hmm. like I've already talked about how like um I had a hard time finding like love for myself or like I'm very like critical. Um, And so I would go through like a series of like relationships or like not like dating Mm -hmm. other people. One, I I love the feeling of being in love. (laughs) 
Yes. It's, you know, it's a great feeling. It like, is a great feeling. Am I, am I wrong? But like, <laughs> I, I kept on finding like that feeling of love and like self-validation through other people. Mm-hmm. And I have a great partner right now. Like he's, he's phenomenal. But I, and he's allowed me a lot of space to grow as a person. Yeah. But um, with that being said, like this Saturn return has pretty much been like, hey, all right, well, you can love like your partner, absolutely. But you also have to figure out like, we, we got to figure out how you can love yourself more mm-hmm. and pretty much like appreciate yourself more. And this, you know, like love these flaws about yourself. And if you find them to be like detrimental, well, how can we knock those habits yeah. or that way pattern of thinking to better elevate yourself? Yeah, you I know. That. Yeah. And then that kind of reminds me of like the start of my Saturn return where like I got out of like this um I don't know what you call it like a, not a relationship but a relationship like a casual thing. And yeah, then, I get you. Yeah, so I got out of that and I was just like I had this like huge another epiphany where I'm just like what the fuck am I just gonna keep dating these guys it's gonna be the same exact situation over and over and over again I was like no no more so I think that was when I was like okay I need to become I said this in another episode of mine but I need to become my own dream girl first like dream girl before I could be somebody else's and then that's where I like started like looking up like how can I change my career and stuff? Because yeah. that's what I really want to do before I can really commit to somebody or if someone you can even commit to me because I was like all over the place and really unsure like about where I am in my life. So and like, I feel like Saturn was like assisted in that also. Like I used to be the person who would always be wanting to talk to a boy. Like it was always like me getting over some boy or me talking to some boy. It was never just like me just intentionally just being with me, you know? Mm -hmm. So now I've given myself space to do that. Like for several months now, like not even wanting to date anyone. Like I don't have the interest. Like I really want to focus on getting my life <laughs> in order and then doing what I want to do and you know yeah being my own dream girl no that's girl I'm so proud of you oh thank you <laughs> it, it's it's really not easy to like come into terms with these things because it's kind of easy to be like well you know on to the next on to the next and on to the next but then when you can finally and here I am as a Saturn dominant person again like when you can find out like what these issues are and then finally like take control of like, oh dude, like I, I steer this fucking ship, you guys. Like <laughs> this is my life and this is who I am. And like, I'm going to like, like, you know, like go ahead and gear towards things that I want. Yeah. And, and then will make not, me happy. Yes. And not settling for anything less anymore. Yeah. Knowing what you deserve, knowing how much, how, what you are worth. And then so saying no to stuff that no longer resonates with you. And Saturn is really the invitation to do that. (laughs) Yes. Boundaries, boundaries. Yes. Boundaries. boundaries. Just don't fall into anything that just, you know, something familiar or like, yeah, all of that. Yes. Yes. You guys don't hate on Saturn. (laughs) I know like Saturn is like known as like the great malefic. But like, if you work with the energies correctly, like it'll 
do you more good than what you expected. Yeah. And then not going to lie, I'm actually very excited about this time, like going through our Saturn return. Like I feel like coming out of this by the time we're 30, like imagine like where we're going to be. It's going to be a complete shift from where we are now like yeah it's just very exciting and I look forward to it I mean right now we're going through it right now but yeah (laughs) no yeah totally like um I find I personally think like a sad return has for me has been a very sobering experience and not Mm -hmm. like so much like oh like I don't drink anymore which I don't but like you you really like have to assess things that you want for the long run yeah I've been thinking about a lot of like long run stuff like you know it it goes from like okay what I put on my face like skincare (laughs) like it goes as deep as that (laughs) or like as on the surface as that yeah no totally like I I've had like some health issues uh pop up ever since Saturn went to retrograde but I think it was for the right reasons where like okay well you ain't getting any younger and we gotta like you know figure out how we want to um you know like better integrate like a healthy lifestyle for yourself or healthy eating habits and such yeah like I've really cut down on a lot of sugar I'm a relatively like healthy like I'm a vegetarian if no one really knows that I I eat fish here and there Mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it (laughs) um but um I like I, I'm starting to eat like a lot, a lot, a lot more vegetables mm. than usual. Yeah, I'm working out more. I picked up rock climbing, and I think I'm like a lot of fun. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so awesome! Because yeah. I was really living like a sedentary lifestyle, and mm. and so it was really good to like get back into like some sort of like recreational sport. I used to uh, I used to do a lot of cycling, but not oh, no yeah. more. oh man I have a bike so like I've been wanting to take that out more yeah I mean it's hot as fuck here but (laughs) yeah I know that's why I haven't taken it out really yeah yeah but speaking of like this whole week I was like well I was on antibiotics so I was like throwing up a lot and then or wanting to throw up everything I eat but then like my antibiotics ended at the beginning of the week but for some reason still after that like last night I still anything I ate I still wanted to throw up so I'm just trying to like figure out why this is happening and then it might be like an invitation to like eat more vegetables and all of that yeah no totally yeah um, it's I like was a, gonna oh, oh go sorry ahead. go ahead no you oh go. it was just like maybe the throwing up is like a signifies like me releasing a lot of toxins in my body but that's yeah <laughs> No, I mean, definitely means like you're purging a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely take some probiotics when you can. I'm yes. not a doctor, but you I know. haven't. I've been eating so much yogurt and then drinking kombucha. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. um, I was going to say, if I recall correctly, um, ah, dude, because astrology can also determine like what health issues you uh, yeah. like you'll have. Um, especially during transits and that's like another thing like if you if you want to like and it has to do with Saturn if I'm not mistaken oh but yeah no totally like look into that Saturn or the moon 
kind of determines on like how your health deteriorates or not deteriorate. I'm gonna write that down. I would look more into it, you guys. I'm not a professional, but <laughs> I'm I'm a hobbyist when it comes to astrology. But yeah, no, please go ahead and like take a look into that. Yeah. Yeah, I will. Well, thank you so much, Nikki, for joining another episode. I think we covered so much, but then you know, we could just cover so much more on astrology I know. I like oh the, this yeah. hour is not enough <laughs> oh, it's been an hour already Dude, yes <laughs> oh, oh bless you, you. thank you <laughs> wow that's crazy okay I, I definitely felt like that was only 30 minutes but <laughs> okay all right <laughs> yeah well Nikki thank you so much um is there where can people find you um so I'm mainly on instagram that is if i'm really on instagram <laughs> um but you guys can check me out at slow swords underscore that's one of my handles and then i have I've, uh, that's spelled s-l-o-w-s-w-o-r-d-s under, underscore and then i have a an art account let me plug that shit in real yes. quick <laughs> all right shameless plug <laughs> um and then i have a art account called her mercurial strike um that's h-e-r-m-e-r-c-u-r-i-a-l and then strike Uh, yeah go ahead and check me out there yeah (laughs) yes check nikki out well thank you you guys for listening and i'll catch you guys next week and thank you nikki all right thank you